This is JRD1016 on the Sleeper Streets, and you're listening to the All Formats Podcast. Unparalleled fantasy advice for hashtag all formats. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the All Formats Podcast. Uh, Sorry we had to take a week off last week. Uh, but we're back and strong and ready to go this week. But it also gave you guys a little bit more time to dig into your combine tape to get your big board set up and and give us some time to start NFL free agency. Uh, it's your boy, the Kid Professor here we're on the other side of the microphone from the Wise Opinion One. Say what's up to the people, David. What's up, people? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I think they missed you last week. But I want to apologize on that. Your boy got a little sick, but we're all back and we're ready to go. Hey, how, how was your combine watching? It was good. Good. How many times you watch it? Be honest. I've only watched it once. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll go pro- probably give it a week. Okay. Or maybe two and give it a, give it a second run and then uh, maybe a couple of days before the draft do the third and final final look. Okay. All right. Hey, you got what one, two, three, four? You about six six and a half weeks away from the NFL draft, so you better you better get in there. Yep. Yep. Okay. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, sorry that the uh, Lord Hickey couldn't be with us today. Kids out there working a, a real job while we are here working office job. So it's all good. Um, but today we want to talk to you guys. Uh, might go a little long, but we're going to get into a little bit of combine. Just some talk, some numbers, some things we saw, some things we liked, some things we did not like. Uh, some jump, some guys that, that improved their draft stock, whether it's fantasy or NFL, and some guys who lowered their stock. And I got a big name for that. And then on the other end, at the end of the podcast, we're going to dig into NFL free agency. Uh, t- today, after we're recording this, it's Monday, the 13th, right? Yeah, legal tampering is open, and we got so many deals already. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of those and how that affects your fantasy squad. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it off to Mr. Combine himself, who took off work. He thought it was March Madness. He just sitting there and watching Combine day after day after day. I'm sorry for your wife, by the way. After day, just like 30 hours of Combine. So go ahead and kick us off with some of that Combine talk there, David. I did not take off work. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> but it's it's funny that about the wife comment. She every year she's like, well, Were you watching this? <laughs> Were you watching this all day? What what is this? What's what is this? I, well, I'm watching somebody bench press. <laughs> Yo, you see the kid bench press on a torn ACL? Yeah. Yeah, it was impressive. Anyway, we'll, we'll just go a little bit. We're not gonna get too in-depth with these guys because we you know, we talked for the most part, we talked about a lot of these guys already and 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 we're gonna talk, you know. Once we do the film breakdown, we're gonna get into a little bit more. But just some quick, kind of quick thoughts. We'll go position by position. Um, obviously, a quarterback. Um, the main the main hitters was Bryce Bryce Young, who was there but didn't throw. I mean, looked good in some some jeans and a shirt, right? Um, and then Anthony oh, Richardson. Hold on, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on. You can't go past Bryce Young without giving the people. What everyone was waiting for to combine. No, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go there. Okay. We're I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, just, just check it. We're gonna go there. So Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, Will Levis. Um, I, those were the heavy hitters. And and then besides that, just a, a couple other guys that, that kind of jumped out to me was Dor- Dorian Thompson Robinson and then um Stetson Benton. Those those were the main guys that from watching kind of jumped out to me. Did you have a guy that we should probably add to talk about or no? Uh those are those are all the same guys I have. I do got one guy that I, I will wait until we do our quarterback podcast to talk about Chase Bryce and uh we'll talk about him then. So what you mentioned 510 194 for Bryce Young. 
five ten guys. Are we drafting five ten quarterbacks? In now, just 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 so the five ten. You know me. I'm I, I'm a I'm a big a big guy at every position, right? Height wise, um, but just for comparison, and I think this is where the mate the red flag jumps out to me. Kyler Murray was 5'10", 207. Ooh. Okay. So Bryce Young, if we're saying he's going to be similar to Kyler Murray, he weighs less. He's 194. Mm. All right. Um, I don't want to do too many hot takes, but I'm going to do some few hot takes because I, I feel like that's how, how I do. And yeah. I don't have, as you know, I won a lot of championships this year. Oh, so I, I don't, I don't have a lot of high draft picks. Um, if I did, Bryce Young would not be somebody I'm drafting. I would, I would trade. If that's where I'm stuck, that I have to decide Bryce Young, uh, and, and I'm trading it out. I'm trading down. Uh, I'm trading for 24 first. Um, if I had, if I'm at like one five one six, and I feel like I have to have a quarterback, and that's just the best quarterback value, you don't want to force another position. I'm trading down. I'm trading out. I, I'm just not. I, I'm not. I don't see it with Bryce Young. I could. If I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna miss because I'm not drafting five ten one ninety four. So you said a line that I I've repeated over and over, and people look at me like I'm crazy, but. If I'm if I want to miss, I'm going to miss. You have to be fine with missing, because guess what? You're not always going to hit, right? In fact, you're going to miss. You're going to miss more than you hit. Yeah. So if you're right. If I'm sitting at one one five six a little late, these quarterbacks are super flex. After Beachon at one one, should be a running quarterback. If you're at one four, uh, and Stroud and Richardson are gone, and Bijan, those three are gone, and it's Bryce Young, Will Levis, and Jameer Gibbs. You know, you're right. If I can move back four or five spots, if I can, if I can get out and go into 24 first and pick up a couple of 23 seconds, because that that sweet spot in this draft that you guys love so much, that two three to two nine range. I, I, if you have all those picks, you're you're a lucky man. Um, you're right. So the the height, the size, like he's still a tier one quarterback for me. Because, you know, you can't deny the talent. When Kyler is healthy and he's playing and, and Call of Duty has no new games out, like, he, he's a decent fantasy quarterback, right? And not that Bryce couldn't be that, but you're right. At 5'10 and, and weighing smaller than Kyler, I'm I'm not running up to get this guy. Um, if I can't move out of that 1-4, I'm going to take Jameer Gibbs. And if, if if especially if he goes to a nice situation like a Miami or a Saints where he's the man, sign me up for all the Jameer Gibbs you can get. I'm fine getting a low RB1 over taking the risk on a court on, on a 5-10 quarterback. Hey, he could be QB1 for the next 15 years. We could be wrong. But I, I'm not taking that risk at all. Yeah. So the next quarterback we'll talk, we'll jump into is is Will Levis. Um he I, he did not run the 40. Um Bryce didn't run the 40. I'm not really caring too much about I mean I don't want to be super slow, right? I don't want to be like a a six four a six six time was a forty, but uh, his throwing I, I was impressed. Um, I thought maybe um, he all he made all the throws he, he could show all the throws. The arm is there. I'm not a big I'm not a big Will Levis guy, just because he throws a lot of interceptions. Okay, he just 
he makes a lot of dumb decisions. But if we're talking about just from a combine perspective, he was impressive. But there was nobody out there guarding his other wide receivers for him to throw picks to. Um, but super flex quarterback, you got to take him high. Because all these guys, these top four guys we're talking about, I think they're all going to go top 10. So in super flex, you take them. You take them high. Um, the next guy would be CJ Stroud. Uh, I thought, again, he, he didn't run the 40, but he made all the throws. They, I mean, every throw you want to see out of a quarterback, him and Will Levis both made. Um, they look smooth doing it. The, the the footwork looked good. From a combine perspective, I, I think both of them really impressed. Now, if we're talking film, I like CJ more than, than Will because Will throws a lot of picks. You love that tweet I sent to you. I sent Joe a tweet by the day. It was a tweet. You guys got to go look it up. It was great. You know what? Why you got to tell me what that? It was great. It was like, hey, Will Levis got a strong arm. He's throwing out. He's throwing out pass or running back, and it's a pick six. <laughs> it's beautiful. Anyway, anyway, that's, that's irrelevant. Oh. Um, you want to cop, cop comment on on uh, Will and CJ there? Yeah. So with these guys, and I hate to be this guy, um, but you said it. They all look good at the combine. They made the throws. And if you guys remember, what was it, two years ago? This is what we were saying about Zach Wilson, and look what happened. And like, oh my goodness, this guy is this arm at the combat. So I'm not going to put too much stock in that. I do love turning on the tape. Uh, if, if you had to put a gun in my head right now, C.H. Stroud's my QB1 in this class. Um, depending on which side of bed I wake up on with Richardson and Levis at two. I, when I got Bryce Young's measurement, he submitted himself as QB4. Still Taylor one, those are my top four quarterbacks in this draft, but I'm just not taking him. Um, I do just like the throws. Uh, Levis impressed me because he continued with that arm strength that we all knew he had. The th- throws that Stroud made, if you remember back to his, he didn't have a lot of clean pockets, I want to say. Like, he was always on the move or, or moving around and making those throws, and he had the best receiver in, in college. Just watching him stand with no pressure, okay. I, I kind of like his arm a lot more than recent uh, Ohio State quarterbacks. So I, I'm firmly in on the C.J. Stroud as QB1 in this class. Now I can wake up tomorrow and change my mind. Is that allowed? It is okay. So that could I mean, happen. We, we got six weeks. Okay. Ooh, yeah, something could happen right then. Well, Levis, you know, pro day could go off. Um, so Richardson. Hope we, we don't throw no picks to the trainers in the pro day. <laughs> Stop being so negative about interceptions. All right. What did I tell you about interceptions already? Our acts are fumble the ball. Anyways, so um, so nothing that they did surprise me. Uh, give me a couple of surprises that at quarterback that you did see. Dorian Thompson Robinson. That was my number one. Yeah, I mean, I got to go back. So th- this is where, you know, we said it before. Film is film is what at the end of the day should be making these decisions on. But when a, a kid comes out there at the combine and does what he does, throwing the ball, you got to go back and watch the film again and and dig further into the situation. Um, I haven't looked at his overall season. I, I don't think it was the greatest, but if I recall, it wasn't the worst either. But it's it still is. Um, he made it. He made every throw and looked at almost as good as um, C.J. Shroud. Yeah. And and and, all, and and my man doesn't been winking at the TV, man. He's just somebody said it best. He's just a dog, man. Now again, he's five eleven. He's five eleven and something. Um, but if Zach Wilson, maybe Mahomes can be in his league. Uh, if Brock Purdy can be in his league, so sad for Brock Purdy. Today. We got we got to discuss that when we talk free agency. 
Uh, I, I love how you think Zach Wilson's still gonna be in the league at the end of this uh, podcast. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Stetson Benton, I'm gonna take him late in every super flex because I just want this guy on my roster. You know, he, he went he repeats. So I'm gonna try to get him on my winning team. So maybe because of him uh, being on my roster, my bench, I can maybe repeat. Oh, okay. That's what it is. <laughs> no, but and he made a lot of good th- he had the best all kidding aside, I thought he had the best deep ball passes in the combine. I, I want to say it was a toss-up between Bennett and Richardson. And, you know, that's me going out on a limb to say Richardson. He he threw he threw like he did week one in that Florida game. Remember after the week one Florida game, I told you I was all, I was turning around. He made the throws. Like he's putting it in the tight windows. He, the ball's 40, 50 yards in the air. I was getting on the Richardson hype train, and then he fell apart. So um, are we are we talking about Richardson right now? Yeah, it was it, but that's what I saw. So you said between between Bennett and Richardson, from what I saw on the throws, but Thompson Robinson, like the guy, he was not even going to be tiered out for me. And all the Stetsons you're going to get, I'm gonna have the equal amount of Thompson Robinsons on my taxes. Did not see a difference, like if all three were throwing si- parallel to each other. Yeah, didn't see a difference between him and Will and CJ with him. Yeah. I was like, who is who who is this? Right? It was impressive. So I left the guy at last for a reason. Uh Anthony Richard Richardson. Uh-oh. Sometime last year, I can't remember. I think it was like June or May. We did a pre or a pre-2023 mock draft. Who was the first quarterback taking that in that? Oh, draft? are we still doing are we are we going back to this? <laughs> I think you matter of fact, I think you took him at one six. Yeah, it was pretty early. I, I'm pretty sure, I, and and again, maybe maybe off, but I think at least I took him and said he was as a quarterback and said he was about quarterback one. Um, film was really up and down. I've watched his film at least twice since the season. Really up and down. The best combine I've seen from a quarterback in ten years. Oh my goodness! Okay, blew away. Uh, the the forty. 4.43 at that size, the arm strength, the running, the backflip. I mean, I, he should have landed a little bit better, but 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 still, you know, it be, he was can't be perfect for everything, right? Um, but like you said, it's a combine, so you got to be careful. But what he displayed, I, I have not seen at least for me trying to remember the past four or five years. Ten years may be a stretch. I'm kind of old. My memory doesn't go that far. But at least five years, the best combine performance by any player, Anthony Richardson. Now, um, he's a huge risk. But I think a lot of people heard me say this. Every rookie pick outside of 1-1 to 1-3 in one quarterback league is a risk. And they all, not all, but the majority of them, end up missing anyway for super flex you're, you're probably pushing it out to like one six um so they're, so they're all they're, they're all risks and this and you want to swing for the fences in fantasy especially at the quarterback position in super flex i'm taking him one one and even super in, in super flex Leagues. I'm taking him one one over Pajan Robinson. Oh my goodness! How long have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> I cannot believe I heard what I just heard. 
Is, is there is is anybody out there still listening to this podcast? I feel like you just wrecked some cars if people are driving. I what what just happened here? He he is a cornerstone dynasty franchise player if he hits. He's a quarterback that's going to last longer than the running back. I and, do not know what to say and, right now. And super flex. I am taking him 1-1. One, one. Wow. I was going to ask a totally different question and you throw me all off. It's, I'm, you don't have any 1-1s, one, right? I do not. Because I just want if, – if you did, I wanted to be invited to that draft. And watch do, you do the pick and just get in the chat and see what everybody says. I do not have one once. Uh, so you feel like all you want to you're going to steal this guy. <laughs> I've never had. In fact, I really have never drafted top six. Okay. How big yeah. is your head getting? So that. You know, you, you I take that back. you've never I take, had your own one. I, I take that. Yeah, I take that back. I've drafted one four. Me and you were in a super flex. We both got out of the league, but I've drafted one four. Oh, that league? Yeah. No, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, all right, all right. You know what? You got you guys heard it here first. That's one man's opinion for you. You guys listening to that? Anthony Richardson, one one superflex. So, oh, super le, le, one quarterback. Superflex. Yeah. Super, yeah, superflex. But John is is the one one and one quarterback. Anthony Richardson is one one superflex. So I ask my question, and then we'll we'll get off of this position. Was it with Anthony Richardson? Was it the best combine you've seen in five years because he performed that well or because we needed to see him do that? Because I don't think he did anything above and beyond, but he needed a good workout, a good showing, and he provided that because everyone was beating him down. Like, oh, man, he had a down year. He's not what we thought. He's got to really up his game, and he upped his game. Don't get me wrong. All the other quarterbacks we talked about performed to what they were expected to perform. Anthony Richardson needed a good performance and he brought that. Is that what makes it the best? Or just because he actually, you actually think athletically it was the best combine you've seen from a quarterback in five years? Athletically, it was the best combine I've seen from a quarterback in five years. Wow. He is a more dynamic version of Cam Newton. Now, again, oh, I'm wait, not saying. Wait, wait. I'm not is that saying, why Carolina traded up the one one? I'm not saying he will be, okay? Yeah. But if he hits, I think he can be that. And it's crazy. I talked to a Panthers fan today at work about this. So not only should he be 1-1 Superflex, he should be number one overall in the NFL draft. Oh, my God. I'm okay. loving this. I'm loving but, this. But Carolina can't do that. He's raw, right? He's raw. He probably needs, he probably needs to sit for, if not all year, the majority of the year. Right. Um, Carolina, after trading their draft pick in 2024, cannot have a quarterback come in and sit all year. So Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, can't be the pick. Okay. But if it was another team, sure, I, I, I would I would say they can take him. Carolina won't take him at one at number one. Okay. You can't have that 24 draft pick. Turn around, and be Williams from USC next year after you traded up for a quarterback. <laughs> That's true. That is can't true. It can't happen. Yeah. All right, you dropping quarterback bombshells. I'm afraid to go to anywhere else. Let's talk about some running backs. Uh, let's talk about the guy that we talked about in the uh, senior t- 
Sir so, so Roderick Thompson. Yeah, he's off my list. Can't run a 4.67. Okay. Thank you. Can't do it. Yo, I'm uh, on board. I'm on board. Um, I like Chase Brown. Would he ran a 4.43? Third, fourth round. He could be, I think he could possibly be a steal. Um, and then obviously, uh, the fastest the the fastest time was it was, and I always get his last name wrong. But Devon A Chain four point three two, Jameer Gibbs had four point three six. Um, the guy that was kind of impressive to me that I don't see a forty on here. I don't know. If, I don't know if Deuce ran a forty, but he crushed that Deuce Daily uh, drill. Uh, a few quarterbacks crushed that Deuce Daily drill. I, I kind of like that drill, and then. Uh, Oh, but John, oh, but John Robinson's 4.46. Yeah, yeah. So, Deuce Vaughn crushed the Deuce Daily jail. He did. How tall is Deuce Vaughn? Uh, five, six, or something I, like that. I'm, I'm surprised. You're talking about a little guy. You're throwing me off. I'm not saying I would draft him. Oh, okay. I, I thought you was going to, like, yo, I, I, getting excited. I was I, getting excited. I, I, I'm not saying I would draft. I'm just saying that he was I, good. He, that drill was good. Uh, here's an, so, and I hate to, I hate to, Davion Thomas, do not draft a running back who is who's running 4.7. Come on, man. He's running 4.74. Oh, is he on that do not draft list? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like when, oh, Bixby, just just a couple more of the, the top running backs. Uh Charbonnet, Charbonnet, 4.53. For his size, I think that's a good number. That, that, that was so that was yeah. my one surprise of the running back class. You thought he would run slower? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh this is the Tank Bixby didn't have the greatest college career. I know you're a big Bixby guy. Some people say it's the offensive line. 4.56. Good time, bad time. What do you think? For Tank, it's a bad time. Yeah. He yeah. needed the four fours to boost his stock. And I'm a Tank yeah. guy. Yeah. I know what he needed. But I'm waiting for you to get to a specific name. Keep going. Uh, where we at here? We went over a chain. We went over Gibbs. You're looking at Keaton Mitchell, four point three seven. Uh, Daneric Prince. He's a guy I got to watch some film on. He's four point four one. Evan Hall, four point four seven. See, that's the guy. Remember we talked about having to see your bowl. I was like, he came in at four four. Yeah, I was gonna be happy. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I really like him. I do, I do like him, and I and I and I liked. I think I like Roshan Johnson, but I don't know if I like him at four point five eight. I don't know how much I like him. Okay, I feel like he's about to be the poor man's Brian Robinson. Oh, I, I don't know why I didn't. I don't know why this didn't jump off because we talked about him in the Senior Bowl. And we, I think we all three liked him. Kenny McIntosh at a four point six two. Yeah. So is he trying to get by just on Georgia name alone? Because that four six two is terrible. I'm yeah. assuming he's going to rerun at pro day. But I don't I don't take account to any of those. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you brought that up. I don't do that. That's like that's like David Stahl being in his in, in his backyard uh, uh, in his basketball court. Okay. I was I was Michael Jordan out there. It's home court. Okay. <laughs> I, so I don't do any pro day. I don't look at any pro days. You should have good pro day, at least pro day 40 times. That is your home field. If you're not running better, if you're not running a good number on that, something really wrong. Oh yeah, remember uh, what was it? A few years ago when the combine was canceled and all the LSU receivers ran four threes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't, I don't pay attention to those. Yeah. All right, there's another running back I want to talk about before we move on. Uh, you got numbers in front of you. You I got do. all your guys. Talk Brother. to me about Zach 
Evans. Where is he at on here? Did he run a four? I don't think he ran a forty. But did you see his combine? I think I may have to go back and look at that. I've, I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not remembering his his combine. I want to say he ran a four five. Did he run? Because I don't have him on the forty. Maybe I'm missing it off this. Did he run a forty? Maybe he didn't. Maybe I got my numbers from somewhere else. Mm. Uh, did he? That's right. He had the injury. Now he may have ran though. Let me. Apologize, listeners. We a little bit unprepared on this. Yeah. On that but anyways, part. I feel like some of these guys that we've seen, Charbonnet's numbers coming in much better. Um, a chain, you know, leading the way. Like Zach Evans was supposed to be the RB three in this class. Shout out to Lord Hinky. Um, he, I kept him in my second tier running backs, but he's dangerously close to that tier three where he should. Where I think. I'm I'm going to pass on him. Um, once all my I got one, two, five guys here in tier two. Like we were talking about that sweet spot where after your big running backs and receivers and number one wide receivers are gone in that first round, and that two, three, two, nine range, you're gonna you're gonna have your choice of these five to six backs. It's really just I I would swap out, you know, a Tajay Spears up in there and bump Zach Evans back a spot, maybe. I'm not, my rankings aren't finalized. By the way, guys, you get all the finalized rankings from the all-formats team uh, when we do that pod here in mid-April. But as of right now, like, I'm not impressed with Zach Evans, and I'm more impressed with what all these other guys uh, have been doing. And Zach Evans is just not... So Zach did not compete at the combine with, at all. With he the suffered, hamstring, right? He suffered injury right before the combine. And that's my problem. He let the freshman take his job. Now he can't come out and show out at the combine. And are we too high on Zach Evans? I mean, he suffered an injury, man. I mean, I feel like I feel like uh, you're the one that's always talking to me about if, injuries. Is that if, if this is a if this is a, a woman's opinion? I mean, if this woman's opinion, then he's injury prone. I mean, he's training. <laughs> He's trained. He was training. He suffered an injury. I mean, come on, come on. So a little bit of slack. I he's mean, injury, I, don't, I don't think he missed a lot of games because of injury mm-hmm. in college. Okay. He uh, lost his job to a true freshman. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> y'all don't know Quinshawn Junkins. Y'all better know him. Yo, who told right? you about that kid? Because he might be right. If he's in this class, he he may be number three. Right, and then may and then probably with his body size, he's me, funny. He's number two. I would get back to three. Right, right. So, so come on, man. <laughs> Still, I'm just saying. So I don't know. I just I'm not big on the Zach Evans right now. I loved like I love what we I saw from Charbonnet. Uh, we knew Gibbs Robinson there at the top of the thing. Tajay Spears has been the talk. Evan Hall coming in with his good uh four four running. You know, after a good senior, like talk about that's just stock rising. So maybe it's not a shot at Zach Evans. Maybe it's these guys that have made a move while he stays stagnant. I mean, that's a better way to put it. It is. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into wide receivers. Well, we're going too long on combine. I want to get a free agency. (laughs) So, so, so combine with the wide receivers. I'm just going to tell you guys if you did not get wide receivers last year, the year before, you'd be hurting the next two years. Unless this is, this is not unless you have a high unless you have high picks uh, unless you go get uh, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, which is a twenty is that, high picks. This is not a great wide receiver class. 
It's not. Next year's is not either, guys. So hopefully you got your wide receivers from the past two years. Um, Outside of JSN, they're all going to be questionable. They all have a lot of questions for me. Uh, we'll we'll run through some we'll run through some things. We're gonna we'll, we'll talk about Butte right here right off the bat. That's why I wanted to start it because that's the name that's falling. Terrible combine, terrible. Run a four, a four five. He should be running faster than that. Uh, it and and in a in a no, um, the name is 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 right there for me, but I'm forgetting the name. JSN. Who's the other guy? Oh. Jordan Addison. That's everybody's wide receiver number two. You got to run about. You got to do better than four point four nine. And and I know people said he was running with an injury. Um, okay. I I just I didn't like his combine, and unless I unless I hear like, hey, this was a really really serious injury. If it, I just don't run at all. Do what Zach Evans did. Because you can't, <laughs> you can't come, you can't go there and run a four four nine. I mean, J- Jordan, you would have thought Jordan Addison, right or wrong, was a lot faster than that. I yes. And, and I'm sorry, his senior tapes. I got to watch it again because Junior said it was a great senior tape, and, and I know the stats were there. I watched it the first time that, after watching this forty. I was not impressed. You know, I, I don't know if it was just the USC because Mario Williams, who was supposed to be this great run, wide receiver next year. He didn't. He didn't put up good numbers. Didn't look great on film either. So I. I don't. I, I. It was a weird situation with USC's wide receivers this year. Um, now I would still probably take him number two, but I. I don't know. Gonna draft him high. Um, Josh Downs four point four eight. Mingo, I kind of like Mingo's forty four point four six for his size. I thought that was a great number. Yeah, I um, like some Mingo. Uh, Zay Fa- okay, here we go. I there do like uh, Zay Flowers. Four point okay. four two. I wonder if you was gonna get to the boy. I got him on a lot. I got. A, I know. I. I know. In the last podcast, it seemed like I was questioning him a little bit because I do have some questions. But I got on a few Debbie League C two C. I was on him for a while. I like the four point four two. Um, the fastest one was Trey Palmer at four point three three. But drops are a question with him. And if you watch the gauntlet. <laughs> you can't be running a gauntlet at the combine juggling passes like you juggling juggling ice cream, okay? <laughs> or ice cream cone or something like that. You can't be doing that. Trey um, Palmer is the guy you're gonna take a flyer on at the back end of your fourth. Um he's in he's the he's in the tier five for me. He's near the top of tier five. The speed is alone because today's NFL, correct me if I'm wrong, Debo Samuel and all you other guys, they'll manufacture ways to get you the ball. So if the guy's got spotty hands, but he's a Say he's a game changer, he becomes a game changer. They're gonna manufacture ways, bubble screens, handoffs, so he won't have to worry about you know catching. He could just do his thing. So he's a guy. He's a guy that you could take a risk on late in the fourth, uh, early fifth. Uh, once we've exhausted our top fifteen receivers, Still Tank Dell at four point four nine. At his size, he should be faster. He should have been up here at the. He should have been in the the, the low fours or or four threes. What what impressed you the most about receivers, and what disappointed you the most? Well, so, we already talked about Bo- Booty's a disappointment, right? Bo- Big, Booty's, biggest disappointment. Booty's the biggest disappointment. Um, the Mingo, I, I, I liked I liked the Mingo. I thought he did a good combine. I thought he 
he catched everything in the gauntlet pretty well. I like his 4.46 at his size. Rakeem Jarrett, if you're if being honest, at 4.44, and he, he looked good in the combine. I, I kind of like him high up there with the Zay Flowers and the JSNs. Whoa, you, now, tier, you tier one in Rakeem Jarrett? I don't know. At the back end. At the back end, I have to after that combine, I gotta go back and watch his film oh my again. Goodness. At the back end, I probably am. Marvin Mills, Marvin Mills at 4.38. Here's another big big surprise. I did not see 4.38 film for Bryce Ford Wheaton. Yo, did not put you on to him. Yeah, and, and his size is good. So I gotta go back and watch him. Um 4.4 with, with Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt scares me. He's gonna go in the first round, and people are gonna take. People are going to probably take my first rounds of, the, of your of your drafts. One year production scares the heck out of me. Uh, Charlie Jones at four point four three, surprise, right? Yeah, and another guy, and I hate doing this because I I want him in a lot. I want to get him in my late picks. I got to throw it out with it. a lot of people. Our three listeners are probably in our leagues too, so I'll probably lose them now. But Andrea I I O I O S I V A S. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that last name. Princeton, good size, 4.43. He's another one that we got to go watch film now on because he, he had a good, good combine. And a lot of these guys, uh, I'm saying go watch the combine if you can. I'm not just saying that their numbers are – their gauntlet stuff that they did, the, they didn't have any drop passes. Wide receivers, you're just going to mainly get 40s and gauntlets, right? From yeah, the combine, and that's what and that's what we want to see. Broad but, jumps, yeah, but I'm not I'm not that big of a I'm not that big of a combine dork. I don't care about their combine their their broad jump. Okay, yeah, but you watched it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my my biggest takeaway, you, you, two, I had two big takeaways. One, you talked about it. It's Marvin Mims. Uh, this kid locked himself into tier two for me. I liked his his talent, um, coming out of college, but you know he he let he let you there. He was. Remember when you was talking about Amari Cooper pre uh, last year about disappearing? Mims disappeared a lot in college. Uh, this combine was a good chance for him. He showed himself. I, I like him. He is a guy that I'm trying to target as much as I can. That mid to late second. But um, I told you guys like I love JSN. Uh, I thought Quentin Johnson would be a decent. I don't want to call him Jalen Rager. I'm trying to get off of that. I think watching the drills, JSN solidified wide receiver one in this class. I think it's no question, right? Did Definitely. you come away with that? Definitely. Yeah, I was like, and, so, I, and like, then, and I, then I, I was still in the air. Like, I was, it was Quentin one day. It was JSN. I even, I even had a couple of days where it was Addison. I was like, I, I, I couldn't pick, but JSN. I watched him run. His agility, just he, he, he killed this combine. Solidified, he's going to be the wide receiver one, and I think I'm going to have more shares of him than I thought I would. I got one of my single quarterback leagues where I'm picking, I think it's the one five via trade guys. All right. I was in championship game, but uh, I, I was trying to get out of it because all I do is drive receivers. If if I sit at one five and it, it goes running back heavy, like this league always does. And Jason's still there. Maybe I might keep the pick and take Jason and just add to my stash of Jamar Chase and, and Jalen Waddle and Traylon Burks and Jamison Williams and Chris Godwin and, you know, C.D. Lamb. I just throw JSN with those guys. He can ride a taxi for a few years. Won't even need him. I, I think I'm putting Zay Flowers at wide receiver too. You're welcome. I think it's JS. It's JSN Zay Flowers, and it's kind of ironic that I say this about Quentin Johnson because he he falls from a a 
a, an overall perspective, I think he falls in the same realm as AR, right? He's his big wide receiver. You see this Terrell Owens. You see this Randy Moss type body. But, yeah. man, he scares the heck out of me as well. Just because he disappeared so much on film. So and, that, and that's the thing. Wide receivers disappearing is becoming right. so much of a norm. Maybe that's something we need to start factoring in. Because they can disappear and then they'll have that, you know, eight catch, two touchdown, 150 50 yard game. And it's like, okay, so that averages out with the two catches last week and 16 yards. So but I I I I love big playability and so that's why what Mims has shown me from this combine and now I'm watching this tape again just to make sure I want to keep him in this tier two with the uh, – I've already moved him around above Kayshawn. And you guys remember going into the season last year, Kayshawn was 1-1. And then I was – and then JSN was my wide receiver too. Oh, how the mighty had fallen. Yeah, I don't know if Butte goes in a first-round NFL draft now. I, it's so, Someone's got to trade back in to get him, and I don't even know if, that, if that's worth it. Yeah, we'll jump to tight ends because I know we're getting some free agency thing here. Um, what was what was my combine number two performance besides Anthony Richardson? Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. <laughs> the two guys, the two if guys I, that if, needed the biggest performances showed if, up. If I had a lot of picks that were high picks, those were the two guys I'm targeting in almost every draft. Um, not one quarterback. That's not tight end. Tight end premium. Okay. So, Superflex tiny premium. I'm targeting these two guys. Uh, well, uh, you cannot take Michael Mayer as your first tight end. It it hurts me, right? It hurts me because I, you guys know I was baby Gronk, baby Gronk since he was a freshman. Um, he's Notre Dame. I like it, but he's four point seven. He's not athletic. He even lost the weight and still ran a four seven. So they're gonna still take him. From a, a, a production and film perspective, probably the first round, but I'm not taking him in, in tight end premium first round. The NFL, let the, he's more, I think he's more of an NFL player than a fancy player. And, and, and um, I'm putting almost, I'm putting Darnell Washington my number one tight end. Whoa. I mean, I like, I like a lot of other people. I like, I'm listening. I like Luke. I don't see what everybody sees in Luke Musgrave. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just don't see that. There's not enough film for you guys to be talking about Luke Musgrave the way y'all are talking about. He ran a 4-6 in the combine, okay, which is good. I'm not touching an injury-prone tight end. I'm not, well, I'm not touching an injury-prone player, period. Musgrave has been constantly injured. Will Mallory surprised me with 4.54, and he did. he had a good, good combine. I told, well. you about uh, I told you about him, didn't I? Yeah, I like Will Mallory. He's, he moves up for me. The guy that hurts me the most, That when we talked about him, I told Junior to go watch his film. If Junior listens to this and you haven't watched the film, don't waste your time watching the film on Payne Durham. Okay? My man went out there and ran a 4.87. <laughs> Blocking tight end, written all over him. So do not watch the film. Okay. In fact, Joe, text Junior after this podcast. Tell him, don't waste time watching that film. Apologize for me. Uh, apologize for that, Megan. Two guys I love. Uh, who had this? This guy didn't do a lot of workouts, uh, but he did go and get measured. Uh, Dalton Kincaid. I love Dalton Kincaid a lot. Um, I like I between him, Darnell, and, 
and Michael Mayer there at the top. He did not run the forty. No, he didn't. He, yeah, no, he just he went he went and got his measurements on. Uh, okay. Second second biggest hand to tight end. Uh, okay. He he's a guy. He Dalton Kincaid is you if you were a tight end. You show up at the combine and hey, just turn on the tape. That's all you need to see. Because like, I don't need to do anything here. Turn on the tape. This is what you're gonna get. Um, uh, he walks with that swagger. He, I think he's gonna be a really good NFL tight end. Uh, between him, Darnell, and Mayer, uh, there those are my three tier ones. I'll tell you the order when I get to it because I haven't solidified it. Darnell's combine bumped him into tier one, by the way. It was just these two guys for a while. Um, but the guy I really love, uh, he ran a four six three, which is not best, but a four six three. Uh, Luke Shoemaker, I can't touch him from from what? Can't touch a Michigan guy. Oh, oh, here we go. I, I love this guy. I, <laughs> can't I, do I think, it. I think he's gonna be good. Uh, I'm happy with him. I can't wait. I can't wait to draft him in all my third rounds. So, if you guys keep a score, take a shoemaker in the third. <laughs> I'm taking Evan Holes in the fourth, and I'm taking Doriel Thompson Robinson's in the fifth. Parker Washington, like Anthony Richardson, is a position is a guy you can draft in a position that win is win leagues. How, how do we go back to wide receiver? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Darnell Washington. My bad. Oh, okay, I was like, wait a minute. You, you hate Parker Washington. <laughs> yeah, Darnell Darnell Washington is a tight end winning position on your team. You see that one handed catch he had on the out on the out pass. It was oh, an out pass. God. It oh, was towards God. towards the, towards towards the sideline. One handed catch. I know with three bodies draped over him, or was it he was in t shirt and shorts? I mean, flip flops. All right, then. <laughs> well, they can't wear they can't wear flip flops. Well, they can wear flip flops <laughs> when they measure. I'm wearing, I'm wearing, well, he probably no. wear flip flops. He has so, all the, uh, the, the sketchers <laughs> get up to 5'10. Anyway, why is why is Mary still in your tier one? Who? Why is Michael Mayer still in your tier it, one? Body of work. Okay. Uh, I, you know, grandfathered in for lack of a better term uh but the shoemaker has jumped into to my tier two i know you don't want to take him no one wants to talk about sam laporta it's, it's like they forget what iowa does at the tight end position i uh, talk about a factory just produces them kick yeah, them out <laughs> it was good he had a 4.59 it's a good run yeah some on luke musgrave what what am i missing uh you mean the guys in tier three i can't okay. tell you what okay okay I'm thinking guys that didn't even didn't get an invite to the combine over Luke Musgrave, okay. Jaleel Billingway. Dang, <laughs> uh, I got Will Mallory above Luke. I love Will. You know my problem with Will. Injury problem. Yep. It's a bad year in Miami. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Payne Durham, you talked about, but Tucker Tucker Craft and Zach Coons. Zach Coons is going to be someone's going to get a steal. Yes, and someone's going to get a steal with Tucker Graff too. I, I yeah, like yeah. I like Tucker Graff, Dallas Goder. So Goddard, man, the Tucker so. Crafts and the Zach Coons are the the Luke Shoemakers. Um, these are the these are the taxi squad. Give them a couple. You definitely give them a couple of year guys. Uh, Darnell will start. Can, can start for you week one if you if you need him. Uh, I, I honestly believe Kink can. Uh, Mayor will be. He's going to get that first round draft capital, so yeah. they're running him out. So yeah, but like if, if you're in the late second and it's between uh Koontz, Kraft, or Trey Palmer, I love Trey Palmer's speed, but I'm gonna go ahead and take one of these tight ends and and, and in two years reap the benefits. I'm gonna take one of these tight ends who can catch the ball versus a receiver who can't. Yeah. Well Mitchell Tinsley, Parker Watson, hey, hey, who runs a faster 40? Rich Eisen or Payne Durham? 
Uh, Rich Eisen. <laughs> I like Payne Durrell, man. That's a sad story right there. You're terrible. You, Junior, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Hinky. I, I, I should have brought you on here. So, all right. Anyway, that's enough combine talk. Um, guys, uh, when we get into our our 23 QBs and, and running backs, receivers, and tight ends. We'll get into some more measures, measurements and numbers uh, from our top prospects. Uh, we won't bore you to death with guys that, that you'll be drafted in the fifth round, like uh, Mo Ibrahim, but we are going to be hitting up, you know, these top prospects for your top three rounds in your drafts. Uh, probably five at each. Did I send you the list? What, what we're going you sent me the list, but there's All more right. than five in each position. Whatever. We're, you, we're are, you, you are boring them with guys that we're not going to draft, but it's okay. <laughs> you know what? Anyway, we'll, we'll put it on the list, but make sure you get some guys and we'll talk about our sleepers. And when we get to those, that's when you hear me talk about some A.T. Perry, uh, Brenton Strange, Jalen Cropper, uh, guys that, that I love uh, to go along with. Um, I love A.T. Perry, too, by the way. Yeah. What did he run? Let me see. Uh, go look at your numbers. So, Anyways, while he's looking up the numbers, guys, um, we're going to transition right into NFL free agency. Um, yeah, you got to still with us. Uh, not uh, since, since today's illegal tampering, uh, Monday, May 13th. Uh, we've just seen a, a lot of names, uh, people getting signed. We've seen a lot of trades here in the last couple of weeks. So as soon as he gets to A.T. Perry 40, we're going to jump right in with some trades over the last couple of weeks that affect your fantasy teams and then uh, some of these free agent moves and how it affects your fantasy teams. You get a 40 yet? 4.47. That's great for his size. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So, David, let's, let's let's just talk about the biggest trade and what it does for fantasy. The biggest trade? Yeah. DJ Moore to Chicago and Carolina oh. with the 1-1. One, one. What, what, what is this doing to our fantasy teams right here? I like it. I like it for DJ Moore with Chicago, but I've seen some stats from a lot of places that does bring me a little caution back that it may not be better. It may just be almost like the same situation. So, um, but I I like, I personally like it. I would go try to buy DJ Moore if I can. Um, (laughs) I think you're going to have to give up a, a little bit of a mid range to late first. I probably would do that. Like the 110? Yes. I think that was the only and in the only player from going to Chicago that would affect it, right? From fantasy. Well, so what does this do to Dardell Mooney? What does this do to Cole Komet? Cole Komet, I still I, I he's gonna be fine. I think it opens up things for Cole Komet. Another Notre Dame tight end, tight end you. Um, but uh for Mooney, I was off Mooney anyway. Oh, and okay. I, and I and I'm I'm definitely off Claypool. Um, I Ooh, mean, what, dang, what I forgot he was there. What is what 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 is Mooney? I mean, he had it. He didn't have a terrible year, right? But he was the only guy there and didn't like crush things. So, I mean, is he maybe a lesser end? Uh, and and the key word for me is lesser end of a Gabriel Davis. Maybe. Uh, okay, I can see that. What, maybe so he... I'm not remembering Darnell Mooney's year right. He didn't well, really like. Oh my! Oh my! Well, so I guess he got hurt because he didn't—he didn't play the last five games. So we're talking about last six games. Wow! I mean, I still would expect a little bit more out of him, though. Probably forty catches with two touchdowns. He didn't even—he didn't have a single wide receiver one week, and he had two wide receiver two weeks in those first eleven. Chicago has a lot of picks, 
And if they're looking at at him, they cannot be looking at him with what they're trying to do, what they signed today defensively, what they traded for, with what their hopes with Fields is. They could they cannot think this is their wide receiver too. Is Darren Mooney getting replaced? Yes. Okay, fair enough. So and then so and then the other side of this, Carolina goes up to one one. They gave up their best asset remaining. Uh, they talked about a complete overhaul. Frank Wright is doing his thing there. What is this pick at 1-1, and how is this going to affect my dynasty roster? Is this C.J. Stroud? Carolina's had a rough offseason, by the way. I know you mentioned fantasy, right? Um, but in general, this trade and then the head coach decision, I guess that's here or there. Anyway, um, I, I, you're going to draft whoever they take a quarterback because he's going to be the number one overall pick, and you need a super flex quarterback. But their team needs so much, and someone out uh, that brought up a good point today is what brings out the most success out of a rookie quarterback or even just a, a young quarterback in general, the first few years, I don't know, run game, run game, wide receivers, just a lot of stuff around them. Carolina has none of that around. them. So the quarterback, unfortunately they draft that we're going to draft high in our super flex is going to struggle starting out most likely. Until they build that roster up. Well, then that I, yep. defense, I think, is solid enough. And they're adding more pieces. They've added okay. some in free agency. So, 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 does his defense get him an extra touchdown? Uh, I, I, I'm just kind of, where is the correlation in that? I've always... The, the, so the short, defense, short, get, short gives him short fields, right? And, and it mean, gives, so the short field builds the confidence on the young quarterback. So if the defense is getting him the ball, if, if every time C.J. Stroud gets the ball his first few games and he started the 25 because they're scoring touchdowns and kicking it out of bounds, he's frustrated. But he gets every third possession he's starting on his side on, and, 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 and plus territory, he's at the 45 thanks to a, a short field. He's starting, you know, they got a turnover. He's starting in the red zone. You build that young man's confidence up, then he's feeling better about himself. I don't want. I don't want to be trying to drive this is in the field every year. Every I mean, every drive as a rookie with no weapons. But I just don't know how often that happens in today's NFL. And in, in today, and you know, the the turnovers normally kind of even itself out. Like there's not going to be a, like I don't think he's going to have a lot. Of, like he may have some this the first year maybe like that, but then the second year he's not going to get the same result. My point is just they have like Terrence Marshall is their best wide receiver right now. LaVisca Chanel. Terrence Marshall is their best wide receiver right now. Shai Smith. Terrence Marshall is their best wide receiver right now. Okay. And they, and they traded picks to get up. They don't have a first next year. I just we don't I don't want to get too far off fantasy. I, I didn't like to trade for Carolina. Love it for Chicago. Okay. All right. So let's talk uh some more trades that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh John U. Smith, uh tight end from New England traded to Atlanta. Uh, what does oh. this do for Janu and Mr. All Formats himself, Kyle Pitts? Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I'm worried about Kyle Pitts. I was worried about him before this trade. I'm even more worried about him. I, I People have come out and said, hey, Janu Smith is terrible. I'm not saying Janu Smith's good at all. But their head coach loves Janu Smith. The Atlanta Falcons head coach loves Janu Smith because he had him in Tennessee. Janu Smith's gonna be—he's gonna be on the field. 
what does that do for Kyle Pitts? I, I do not think it raises his his value. I don't think it opens things up all of a sudden. I, I don't like it. Don't like it. So I I'm, I want to ask you a question. And I the answer I want you to tell me is it's too early. But I need to know, is it too early to call Kyle Pitts LeVar Arrington? And what I mean by that is, so while you think about that, if you remember when LeVar came out of Penn State, he was supposed to change the linebacker position. He was not a bust at all. Great player. Solid player. He didn't change the position. When Kyle Pitts came in the tight end two years ago, he was supposed to change the tight end position the way Kelsey did, the way these other guys had, the Kittles of the world. And in two years, yes, it was injury. Yes, it was poor offense. But he he hasn't changed it. People are coming up behind him and being like, hey, you know, you want to be Dynasty 1. Why can't I be Dynasty tight end 1? Why can't I change the position? Is he going to be – do we overhype him? And he is he just going to be a regular tight end for 10 years? Or is he still have an opportunity to change the position? He still has an opportunity to change the position. And I love Kyle Pitts coming out. I said in all formats he was 1-1. Do you regret that? No. Okay. And I, but I also think I said maybe once or twice in all of the evaluations, and this is where I'm going, that I was worried that he may get moved to wide receiver. And I'm concerned that that is what the play is here for the Falcons. They're going to move him to wide receiver with opposite Drake London and put John to a tight end. That is my concern. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I, wow. I, I'm, ju I'm just a little worried. Yeah, Jonu Smith's getting on the field. Will he make plays? No, he hasn't made plays in three years. But Jonu Smith <laughs> is getting on the field. All right, so He's two tight end set. Gotcha. So it could be two tight end set, or it could be that Kyle Pitts is getting moved to wide receiver. We're going to find out. Okay. All right, and in the last trade that had not happened yet, as of this recording, and by the time you listen to this, maybe it is happening, but we're we're probably 80% sure we're going to get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, right? Yes. Okay. What's this going to do? I, I heard I heard on some on a morning show the other day that this instantly bring, makes Aaron Rodgers the best quarterback in the AFC East. Really? You heard uh, that? Yes. Wow. <laughs> People are crazy, I guess. Hey, hey, I'm just telling you what I heard. You may want to stop listening to that. Uh, <laughs> that show. Um, I'm worried about Aaron Rodgers. He, he didn't look great, in my opinion. I mean, his arm looked less last year. I mean, he still put up good stats. He'll probably still put up good stats. They have a lot of, a lot of weapons. Um, to fully evaluate this, I think we need to see the trade. Okay. What are they see what's giving? going back? What's going back? I've heard a lot of people. I know people are really excited about Elijah Moore. I, I, I don't see this regardless of what team he's on, that Elijah Moore is going to be a return for us before where we drafted him. But with Aaron Rodgers, I may like it a little bit more, but I got a, I got a strong feeling that Elijah Moore is part of this trade. Oh, that Denzel Mim season. <laughs> Can't wait. Sorry. All right. So, David, let's put him on. Oh, oh, oh. It, Jordan Love. Right now, I'm oh, telling you right. guys, go buy Jordan Love. Dude, you can't. You cannot. You, you can't. You can't. You can't. Trust okay. me. You can. I, you tried. As soon as <laughs> as soon as the offseason hits, when Aaron Rodgers and like, I don't know what I'm going to do, you can't buy Jordan Love. Like when he's playing in the season, I was yeah. the, the guy was entertaining. He's like, All right, I'll, I'll 
come back in the off season. I was like, in the off season, you're not going to sell them. <laughs> and and people, that was like, now people people want the one two plus. Wow, wow, one and two people, plus. <laughs> wow, and people are like, probably like, what is this guy talking about, Jordan Love? I got questions about Jordan Love. I'm not saying he's. Uh, if I had to guess, Jordan Love's not going to be good, right? But it's a starting quarterback and super flex league. And and they are locking into him. They're going to give right. up a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Or, love or hate Aaron Rodgers, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. They, they're willing to move away from him because they want to play this guy. He's going to get 17 games this year. <laughs> Go get him yeah. if you can. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to, to free agency. Uh, We'll start with quarterbacks. The big news, we all know Derek Carr signs in New Orleans. We like this or we or we hate it. But you know what? You you don't even like Derek Carr. I don't like Derek Carr. I, I, I know people love it. I, why? So we can't see more of what he's done in, with the Raiders, which is which is be better by name than his actual product on the field. So, we, everybody's always overhyped Derek Carr. Now they're going to be. I mean, Andy Dalton was the quarterback last year, so I guess anything is an isn't a primate over over. And I I'm just and. I know it's not fancy, but I'm just confused why the Saints keep thinking they're going to win, right? Someone should get fired last year for thinking that because they gave up a, draw, a top 10 pick for a lobby thinking they were going to win and make the playoffs. They didn't win and make the playoffs, and it's a top 10 pick. That, that can't happen. Hey, I, I heard, uh, pretty sure on this very podcast, some idiot was on here talking about Derek Carr with the league winner last year. <laughs> that, that <laughs> Where's that guy at? So, but, but I think a stays right where he's at. Okay, I think that's the main person we're worried about on the Saints, right? Are they are they bringing Michael Thomas back? Or are they moving that, on? I, I don't know why we're doing that. I guess that's still a thing where they're gonna they're gonna rework his contract and he's gonna play a half and then for the first game of the year and, and they miss the rest of the sixteen games. I mean, if that's what they want to do for two or three million. That that's their money, not my money. Yo, that six yard slant, bro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other big one, starting one. So to replace him in Las Vegas. They signed Jimmy Garoppolo. What are we thinking there? I mean, who didn't see this coming with Josh McDaniels, right? Um, I would go buy Hunter Renfro because I think maybe if if Renfro can stay healthy, that he is a perfect wide receiver for Jimmy G. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me that Renfro, Jimmy, and Hunter is McDaniels, Brady, and Welker? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're trying to do? Stop it! I just think he's a, he would be a, an, a, an underneath weapon for him that could get tapered with a lot of pa- and and do it now because it. I know everybody's probably hasn't seen the Instagram post from Devontae Adams. If they trade Devontae Adams and don't get much back, hey, Redfield's gonna get all the targets there. No, what is what is his post? If we ain't talked in three weeks, don't bother asking me any questions. Oh, uh oh. Yo, why receivers be out here on Twitter just throwing stuff out there? <laughs> yeah. So I love it. I, I like the Jimmy G move. I don't think Jimmy G's a terrible quarterback. He just can't stay healthy. Um, he's not a guy you're gonna win the Super Bowl with, right? He's actually gonna overthrow your wide over wide receivers in the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. Um, but all right. I'm I'm almost saying that's an upgrade over car. Or is it or is it the same? Probably the same. The same. Yeah. All right. And then we got some backup. Uh, oh, well, and then these guys, they didn't go to new homes. They re-signed new deals to stay at home. Uh, Gino and and Danny Dimes. 
Oh, we're feeling good with those. They're they're the same as they were last year. Same as we were last year. I can't say we're feeling good, but they should uh, be. Uh, Dan they Jones, should top the top fifteen quarterback. Yeah, that's Super where I was Dan gonna. Dimes, all you want. So that's where I was gonna go. I, I think both of them fall in a quarterback too, right? In superflex leagues, they should be. If you're if you got a competing team, you want those to be your quarterback twos. Actually, Dan Dan Jones was my QB one last year. But what was your record? He he fit. You know, he finished his QB nine. What was your record? Dude, I traded away Geno in that league too. I could have had Geno and Danny. What draft pick do you have in that league? Uh, one eight and one twelve. Oh, so you did make the playoffs then? Uh, you didn't ask where I finished. You asked what draft picks I had. <laughs> well, so, well, <laughs> so I think that's my point. Is is is, is if you're competing, quarterback two, in a, in a league like that where you're not competing, you don't really care. Who cares? You know, if he's quarterback one. Always on. competing. I do uh, care. Anyways, see, yeah, yeah. You. Really? You gonna do that? No, we're not doing that. You gonna do that? <laughs> anyway, we're not doing that. All right, then yeah. some some backup quarterbacks have signed. Uh, Mike White uh, to where did Mike White go? The Miami, Miami. Dolphins. Miami. Like Case Keenum like to Houston and Sam Donald to San Francisco to back up uh, Trey Lance. Uh, what do we think about these? So uh, I like the white Mike White because, and I, and I don't. I'm not joking about this. I don't want to criticize. Health is is serious, but I also think Tua is gonna. When you have concussions like that, you you keep having it, unfortunately, right? So, I would draft him late in the leagues or pick him up on the waivers if you're out there because who he could be come from what we saw of him, he looked decent if he can stay healthy, and he's gonna have better weapons in Miami than he had with the Jets. Okay, uh, Case Keenum, that's just strictly a backup for whoever they take at one two, correct? To where did Houston? No, Case Keenum. Yeah, to yeah. he'll probably start the year. You think? I would, I would think he'll he'll start. So um, and then they, and, oh, and so then, they take Bryce Young at one too. Case Keenum starting the year. I wouldn't say the year. I I think they start like it's not an Anthony Richardson situation where then he needs to sit the year. Okay, so he's Keenum start one in two games. Right, he'll win a few. He'll play a few games. Not win. I say he'll play a few games and then about once, to say a whip, whip once they start games. once they start. I know, my bad. Once they start losing, they're going to put the rookie in. Okay. And Sam Darnold at uh, San Francisco, I, I figure by the time Trey Lance goes down in week two, we can see Sam Darnold about week three. Sam Darnold is the new 49 starting quarterback. So yeah. so are, are we done now with, with your talk? So here we go. Here, are we done? The you know, guy, I'm not saying that name. The guy had Tommy John surgery. He's not going to be ready. Right, uh, uh, Purdy is not going to be ready. We agree on that, right? He had right. Tommy John surgery, so I can't put him in the equation. All right. I mean, he's probably it's late in the year. That that's a year he's not going to play at all next year. All right. And now, and then he, then he won't play at all ever again. Right, right, right. Right. So that's different. People can't crush me for that. That was an injury that I didn't predict. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Stop it. All right. Well, so, we're so Sam Darnold's gonna take over for Trey Lance week three when Trey Lance gets hurt. Probably. Okay. Four four. All right. Uh but, not a lot of running back news so far. We saw the so, franchise tags. So, Go ahead. Oh, the Eckler trade request. Go ahead. So he's gonna get traded from there, probably. Uh-huh. Um be John Robinson. Keep an eye no, on it. No. Keep an eye on what it. What are they picking? 20, 21, 22 in that range? Yes. You think why, he's going before then? Why Why are they going to draft B. John Robinson when they have Isaiah Spiller? 
Shout out to Damian Moore. Come on, man. Waiting in the trenches. Come this guy, on. This guy came on the podcast and told us, David, what was going to happen in two years. We laughed at him, and now Eckler wants out. They are not. I might have to jump on the bandwagon. They and, and are, Isaiah Spiller. They are not going into the season with a guy that they barely played and was barely on the roster all last year. But That's think about it. If you're, if you're going to move Eckler, you're going to restructure Keenan. Hopefully he takes less money, or you might have to let him go. Mike Williams, talk about an injury prone receiver. You really just gonna take a running back there when you when you can get one in the third? So get that, with that the part, guy, that the part Spiller, is true. Spiller knows your system and put some other weapons there. That, that the twenty range, Quentin Johnson will be there, and and the there'll be other guys there. Not that they're better than Bijan. I don't want anyone to hear me say that. I'm not saying better than Bijan, but you can get a running back that will fit your team to back up Isaiah Spiller in the third and get yourself a new starting wide receiver here instead of getting your new running back here and then getting some taxi squad receivers. You said it, right, David? The wide receivers aren't that deep in here They are later not. in the third. So I, that's what I do if, if, if I move an Eckler and just fire my Isaiah Spiller because you can draft a guy in the third, doesn't even have to play. You can run Spiller out to see what you have. You're going to throw the ball anyway, right? This team's going to throw the ball. Yeah, and I thought I saw Keenan Allen restructured already. I'm did he already? Sure. Okay, I'm I pretty it. sure I did. I and, 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 and I'm okay. I'm okay with that route. It, I'm just saying he, he, it's a team to watch. Yeah, and um, it, it is. But seriously, if you already got Isaiah Spiller, what do you need Bijan for? It's a team to watch for Bijan. Right. I heard. I heard Bijan going at 27 and just wrecking everyone's fantasy drafts. Any any rookie running back is a team to watch for, for the Chargers. That's true. Um, so the other running back news, just Matt Breida resigned with the Giants. That does absolutely nothing, so I don't know why I mentioned it. Mike Boone to Houston, no one cares. All right, let's move on to receivers, David. There was no receiver for agency news today. Uh, Robert Woods is the only one, right? Bobby so, Trees to Tennessee. What are we doing with Robert Woods? Uh, are we buying him? Ask him for a guy who's got him on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> I got him uh, on one roster. I guess I'm assuming he's wide receiver two to Nico Collins. I'm assuming this is gonna be Nico's team. Ugh. Um they're gonna move Brandon Cooks. He already expressed the disinterest there. He's not interested in being part of a rebuild. He'll go yeah. somewhere where he can he can still uh perform. Hey, look, I, this is gonna sound stupid, but if Elijah Moore goes to Green Bay, don't be surprised if Brandon Cooks ends up in, in Jersey uh with Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I, I love to see him come back that way. I hate him in my division. Um, but yeah, because Bobby Trees is the only wide receiver. I mean, Sterling Shepard announced he's coming back to the Giants. I forgot the guy was on the roster. Yeah, I don't. I, I that's a who cares? Yeah. He's not gonna stay healthy. And Greg Dorch resigned with Arizona, uh, but they're gonna move D Hop there, right? Are they going to? Or are they not going to? Depends. They're asking a lot. Yeah, but they're openly they, taking for Caleb Williams. So yeah, I, I would. I don't know if Hopkins gets moved. They're expecting a first back, I think. Oh, okay. I ain't, I ain't trying to do all that. Yeah, they're expecting. <laughs> they're, they're, they're asking prices pretty high, from what I've read. Ooh, it's like some of the trade over you send me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the tight end moves. Josh Oliver uh, signed in Minnesota. Uh, this guy's more of a blocking tight end. So, didn't they? They traded for Hawkinson, right? Yeah. And they got Irv. I don't know what Minnesota's. They just stockpiling tight ends. 
they must they must have to start two tight end league. And then Juwan Johnson, I think this is actually pretty huge. Resigning and staying in New Orleans with this new quarterback and Derek Carr. What what do we like about that? I think it'll be about the same as it was last year. I don't think he's I mean, what is he a, a low a low tight end to maybe three? Um not something I would go crazy over. Okay. I don't think any of these tight the guys, it's a in terms of free agency, it's a pretty down year for free agency. It's a down uh, market. I think it's a no. Not, it's not, I think it's down year. I mean, no. there's one Johnson finished as tight end 15 last year. I was tight end two. Oh. I said low tight end two, so he was actually a high tight end two. Yeah, surprisingly. I stand corrected there. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to go see what he, what he did, you know, because Taysom's the real tight end on that team. Uh, Taysom would be in Denver soon anyway. I mean, there's a, no wide receiver signing except for the ones you mentioned. There's a ton of running backs that are probably – I feel bad for the running back position. They all go in free agency think they're going to get a big deal. They're all going to end up with like one-year deals. Yeah, so let's talk about, uh, as we call out the pod, let's talk about some of these names still out there. Miles Sanders. Who? Miles Sanders? Yes. I want to say I heard Buffalo was interested. Okay, Juju Smith. I'm pretty sure. Juju who? Juju. Super Bowl yeah. champion Juju. Is that what you want me to say? No. <laughs> I I I'm not I'm not a Juju guy for fantasy. I mean, I, I, wherever he goes, I would not think I would not all of a sudden say this is a huge huge pickup. Miles Sanders is a little interesting on Buffalo though. Does that mean they don't take Bijan? I mean, they would probably still take a running back because Miles <laughs> Sanders one year deal. You're not gonna if. You're probably not going to do a long-term deal where you'll be committed to where you can't take a guy. Okay. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. So he wants $20 million a year, so he's not going to play. That's why I didn't mention him. Because he wants he wants what? $20 million a year. This guy. Wow. So I didn't I didn't I didn't mention him because I don't think unless his number come down comes down drastically, no one's gonna sign him for that. Um, but if the money's right, and depending on the situation, I I don't mind people other people looking at it. I'm not touching them with two ACLs. Right. Uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, word on the street is he's a top wide receiver on the market. I would probably agree, and I like Jacoby Myers. I'm very interested where he lands up at. Is this a guy we want to try to start acquiring now before he lands somewhere? I would, I would, because I, I think his numbers can be a little bit better with a better quarterback. He had Mac Jones. And his numbers weren't terrible, but I think he has more. He has a lot more potential in the right system. Okay, all right. I'm gonna hit four more names, and then and then I'll I'll let you go. Uh, Dalton Schultz. I'm probably out on Dalton. I I just I I, I think I don't know. How do you feel about him? I don't I don't love him. Uh, and I, I don't think I love him no matter what the situation is. I, I, I think he's a quality hands guy that, that he can produce for a team when healthy. Um, but what I love about Dalton Schultz free agent is that it opens up the door for Jake Ferguson. Yes. I told I told y'all last year. Yes. Exactly the reason when I like this guy's on his last year, they're not going to franchise him. Get all the Jake Ferguson's you can get. Guess what? I got all the Jake Ferguson's I can get. Um, so Schultz, Schultz, excuse me, probably go somewhere. It'd be semi-productive. Green Bay, you know, at Tunyon's. You know, I think Tunyon's free agent too, right? Yeah, so 
I can see him going somewhere and, and, and trying to he's only 26. So it's not like he's dead, but he has had some injuries. So uh, he's a guy that he can be productive. If you have him on your roster, hold on to him, see where he lands before trying to move him. We saw what one year did for um, who's your boy in Jacksonville, Evan Ingram. Um, and don't get me wrong, guys. They're, not, they're two different type players. I'm just saying one year at a tight end, you can increase his value and then you can get rid of him. So okay. hold on to your Dalton Schultz. Peyton what? Hendershot. Peyton Hendershot's another one in Dallas. Oh, yeah, those two guys. Um, and the other tight end, real quick, Mike Gusecki. So I I am curious because I just – with it's so hard to really judge him. People look at his stats and say it was a terrible year, but he had Tyreek Hill and Waddle on each side. Tua's not going to look that way. Um, so I, I am kind of curious where he goes. Okay. I would try to buy low on him if it's if – it's, and hope he gets to a, a good spot because um, I, I do still believe in the talent there. Right. Uh, one more running back then and three receivers. Uh, David Montgomery. No. No? No. Is it an injury? I, I just didn't love him as a prospect anyway, coming out. I mean, he is what he is. He's not going to get any better. Um, I think he's a running back two versus someone's running back one. It's a no for me, regardless of where he lands at. Uh, a 26-year-old DJ Chark? Injuries and back to just Montgomery one more time. I know people are going a little bit crazy in the drafts that have been lately with Herbert. Chicago has a lot of picks. They're going to replace Herbert. Oh, Herbert. really? Herbert will not be the running back one. Okay. I, people have been, I've seen moves yes. for Herberts everywhere. Let them do it. Don't fall for that trap. And then let them drive Sean Tucker in the third. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. But yeah, Clark's two injury and Jamison Williams and St. Brown. And now I guess that's back at Detroit, right? But wherever yeah. if he went somewhere else, it's gonna be a one year low. So people aren't I'm off DJ Chark. Yep. That, I'm not that, gonna that, elaborate that, more than that. Okay. Um Alan Lazard. I hear there's a market for him. Should we start buying him now? Another injury prone guy. Um when he's healthy though, he does provide a little bit more than DJ Chark. As my like anywhere from five to seven type wide receiver, I don't mind them depending on what you got to pay. Okay. All right. And I'll let you get out of here with one of your own, Nicole Hartman. Curious. I mean, I, I do have intrigue there because is there a market for him? He thinks there's a market for him. Um, well, he wants I would, a million a year too. <laughs> I would say no, but I am also curious. Um, it's so tough with the Chiefs. Besides, outside Kelsey, they don't they distribute the ball so much to all the receivers. The Chiefs receivers are just terrible at having fantasy. So if he goes to a system that's not as terrible and does use does use one or two wide receivers more in in targets than Chiefs do, I am I'm, I am interested. Um, like if we're talking about the Raiders with Jimmy G and a replacement for Hunter Renfo because they're worried that Renfo can stay healthy or not. Um, but I don't. I would be worried about McCall Hardman being healthy too after being injury-prone. Not injury-prone because this is his first year being injured, but missing a lot of games last year. Okay. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, a lot of combine talk, a lot of NFL free agency talk. By the time you listen to this podcast, I'm sure there will be a lot more free agency news. Matter of fact, some of the names we mentioned will probably be signed elsewhere. Uh, Aaron Rodgers might be in New York. I mean, in New Jersey, or he might still be in Green Bay. Who knows where Aaron Rodgers? Um, 
What if he went back? Okay. What if and, you know what? Never mind. Forget it. And for you guys at home, be careful juggling that ice cream. <laughs> Leave that. Hey, we should we should we should uh get the podcast I was like, together. When I said that, I did think about five. I was like, like, come on, that was dumb. Who's juggling ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating it. Look, we <laughs> yeah. should get the all four max pod together and do some combine drills. Yeah, I'm a little old for that. Yo, we're gonna do it. Uh we can get some of the listeners out with us. Um, and then I guess we kind of gotta talk about the elephant in the room before we get off. Lamar Jackson, or do we not want to talk about it? Lamar's not going anywhere. Are they going to match, or he's not going to get any offers? He will not get an offer. Oh, dang. Yeah. I was talking to someone today, Jets fan at work. If they miss Aaron Rodgers, do the Jets make the, the play for Lamar Jackson? So that's that's a good one. I would prob- probably say yes. And does that's Baltimore match? Or do they let him go and get those, those first-round picks from the Jets? They'll let him go and get the picks from the Jets. Really? Yeah. All right, so Lamar back to Baltimore. I, I wouldn't mind having Lamar in the division because we already proven we can beat him anytime. So I'm good with that. So I answered that so emphatically because I'm expecting Rodgers to pick the, the Jets. Jets. But yeah. that is a that is a good a good one there. So, but so but nowhere no one else is gonna. So, I mean, pretty much they're pretty much cleaning up the QB market now, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the Jets is the last spot. Is I mean, pe- people I people are, people are saying Washington, but I I can't see that. I I can't see it. Man, what am I gonna do with Sam Howell then? <laughs> all my shares. Yo, you laugh all you want. People, people been hitting me up. Oh yes, sending I, me I, offers. I, I've been trying to. I've been drafting Sam Howell late and trying to buy him too. Yes, yes. Get him now. And I'm gonna flip him by week four. <laughs> so. I regret trade last year. I traded up with Tony Pollard. I regret that move now. Yeah, I told you. Y'all all laughed at me with my Sam. You know what? I'm not. I mean, even me to make y'all eat your words. I still love me some Baker Howell. Yeah, we're done here. We're done here. All right. Hey, so thanks again for listening and bearing with us, guys. You know, you guys know David likes to talk, so I'm gonna blame him for this. Uh, but some good information here. Like we said, you're six and a six weeks, six and a half weeks out, NFL draft. I don't know about y'all, but when the NFL draft ends Saturday night, I have rookie draft starting at noon on Sunday. So I'm gonna be ready to go. You guys stick with the podcast, you'll be ready to go. Because now that we're done with the combine, now that free agency has started, you're about to get into our tape and profile review. I do believe our next quarterback, we start talking, I mean next quarterback, our next podcast, we start talking the 23 quarterback class. So from here on out, every week, you're going to get quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers. We're going to hit you with a bunch of knowledge and tapes. And I don't know about the wise opinion one, but you will get the professor's big board his tier one quarterbacks and I mean tiers tiers at every position. Um ranking out to 70 players that I love. Uh I know you guys get all that information for free. Own personal opinions. I don't David, you gonna throw yours out there or, or is, is it you, you like to keep your big boy secret? I'll throw it out there. Yeah, we'll we'll put up no not till the till the draft. Um but so stay tuned guys. Bear with us. The information that you've been waiting for is coming. Uh and we'll have the whole team together because uh I'm perfectly honest, I'm taking a seat back. I'm going to let the, the 23 committee, which is the wise opinion one, Lord Hinky. This is their draft. These are their guys. They're going to lead you guys through quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, and tight ends and tell you how great the 23 class is. Um, you got any last words you want to give out to the people before we roll off? No, I think, I think we, at least I know I talked enough. Uh, we'll leave it at that and looking forward to getting into the film and 
digging into these rookies and hopefully getting some hits. Yeah, yo, start digging because you know I think next week, uh, maybe you know, might even do it this week. We're gonna start quarterbacks, so hope you're ready. That's fine with me. It's just Anthony Richardson. Oh, and we're done. All right, po- podcast over. All right, guys, move on to running backs. <laughs> oh man, so all right. Uh, thanks for being with us, guys. Again, uh, until next time. I am the Kid Professor. That is the Wise Opinion One, and we will see you guys later. Peace. Later. Thanks for listening to the All Formats Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and share with your friends and league mates. Don't forget to check out our website at allformats.net and our YouTube page for more content, college football, live videos, and uploaded videos. Appreciate the listen.